This is Westworld Podcast by Blue TV. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight is the uh, season finale, not the series finale. Make sure we're clear on that. Um, after this episode, I think we're all on the same page to say that we are definitely have some more in the entail for the future. Absolutely. And uh, it's Crisis Theory. Crisis Theory. I don't know why I just kind of like brain farted there at the end of Crisis, but fantastic episode. Yeah, just a little uh, behind the curtain. Uh, we actually had a, about a three to four minute diatribe on how we felt about this episode a minute ago, and uh, <laughs> it all shit out on us. Hey, so, coronavirus uh, difficulties. That's right. Let me give a little, the, a little uh, wrap up of what we just did. Yeah. The main we, uh, was discovering <laughs> that it was a season finale instead of a series finale, pretty much towards the end of the season. We were just talking about did it affect the way we viewed the first six episodes of the season and if it changed anything for us. Yeah. And, and I think all three of us kind of agreed that it was like mid, mid you walk into the episode a little more laid back, realizing that, you know, this likely wasn't going to be the end of a bunch of characters that we've grown to love. So oh, yeah, no doubt. When, like I said, when William, when William got away from the gunfight, I was like, okay, that's obvious right there. They can't wrap up all these <laughs> characters. It's, it's over. You know, this is definitely going to have a sequel. So I just kind of laid, like you said, I literally just laid back in the chair going, okay, I'm just going to soak in what they got. And, you know, my overall opinion of the episode is I enjoyed the episode because I had, I had some inclinations how I thought it was going to go, and they changed a few mm-hmm. things up. Um, you know, like we said all season, Bernard was the key. We, we you know, Hiding in plain sight, we called that early. I thought that, you know, they, they maximized on that. We both said Stubbs was probably not going to make it. I still don't think Stubbs makes it, you know. We, we, you know we're going to see his dusty tail in the tub, too. Uh, but, you know. You know. When you say he left him rotting in the bathtub drinking shitty liquor? Yeah. Just, <laughs> well <laughs> done. Like Stubbs, yeah. he didn't have much screen time, but he was either getting berated perfectly or just nailing one-liners. And yeah. bravo to him. There's no doubt. Nah, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to tell you that uh, Bernard's going to bring him back like Bishop. An Alien Three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ripley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, t- I'm telling you. Watch, you'll bring them back. Yeah. Well, as considering we had, you know, my my complaint here is is that they did a lot of fan service, and I, I'm not always against fan service, but this episode seemed to be a little bit of fan service with some of these spoofs on characters. I still have some inconsistencies, some questions about certain things. They didn't answer a few things that we were even talking about in the last few episodes. So when we get into this, I got some qualms, and I'm hoping y'all's opinion is going to make me feel better about certain things or the viewer. Um, but overall episode, I think it was very good. For a season finale, it was definitely interesting. I didn't I didn't see where it was going. I knew there was going to be uh, some double crosses, but who was going to come out of the double crosses? Um, so I think they did a pretty decent job, but they also didn't close out anything. If you really, really think about it, a lot of your main characters are left in a question mark. You know, and sometimes that's good, but when the majority of characters are still at a question mark moving forward, you know, I mean, so. That, Especially when there point. aren't that many characters, I think is the biggest problem. Like you only have like five main characters and nothing was resolved with any of them. Yeah, and the, the, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, this episode, we're supposed to believe that Dolores has been wiped. Well, Dolores made numerous copies of herself, and then there is still another Dolores that's just in Charlotte, you know, which she's making her own plans. But I still don't, there, I, the series was based on Dolores. You know, are you telling me that, you know, 
Evan Rachel Wood is no longer a character in the series moving forward, and that Charlotte, you know, is the new face, and it's going to be her and Maeve, or, you know, like, I just don't see it, you know, so I'm very curious. You had that somber moment at the end, but I really wasn't upset about it, because I was like, eh, she'll be back, you know, just another copy, you know. So far, this entire episode is another example of how she's thought of everything 50 steps ahead in the chess match, you know, uh, and with the whole time that, you know, she was plugged up to row, I was like, okay, Caleb was never the deliverer. I mean, and sure enough, she was, you know. Do we but, even think that that flash drive had anything on it? I think, like, I think it did. I think the thing was the, the key to Rehoboam giving it to Caleb was, was Dolores's part of the plan. I think, right. well, here's the deal. When, she when she when he put her back together. Mm-hmm. By the way, the special effects of her the endoskeleton and <sighs> the face the going back together, thing. dude. I mean, like to me, this was the best special effects scene of the entire season. Was her with the endoskeleton, putting her skin on, talking the you know the pearl going in, all that stuff. I 100% believe that what you didn't see right there was is that whatever was on that, you know, flash drive, whatever, she put into herself, and that um, either with his knowledge or didn't know his knowledge, I don't know. It didn't look like he knew. And it was a way that either way it was going to get there. I think there probably was something on that that flash drive. I think there was two ways to get to Rehoboam. You know what I mean? You increase your odds. I mean, it makes sense. Why not have it on there? I mean, if he gets caught with it and they see it, it just confirms that he had it. You know what I mean? If he didn't make it, she still has the copy of it to go down her route. I mean, it makes total sense. You know I, mean? I don't. I think it was two different things, though. I really do. Because Rehoboam knows the final command. It already knew. It didn't have to be uploaded to know what would happen. So all... Dolores had to do was not upload that same information, but all she had to do was give Caleb the key to controlling Rehobo. And that's it. Because that's all it ended up being. She ended up just giving him the access where he stopped answering to Sirach and started answering to Caleb. Caleb. I gotcha. So he was just able to just be like, hey, you know, run the final sequence, you know what I mean? And, and it should, he erased himself. Okay. But before we get to all of that, let's go back a little bit to the exoskeleton kind of thing. Endoskeleton. How did, did he know about the pearls? Because I was trying to think back at any point in time where he was exposed to that and knew to take her pearl. No, that was an Ikea kit right there. All know. right. Just, just making sure because I was like, he shouldn't really know to go into the back of her see, spinal. See, to me, the deal is, is that he didn't know what she was. None of that was revealed at any time. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm pretty sure once she started taking bullets in the stomach and stuff. He had to know told, something was up. But no, like, she like, told him. Yeah, but he, she never told him that, you know, what she was and how to retrieve her. Uh, no, I'm not saying he ever she ever told him about the Pearl, but I, I think she made it clear she was a host. But I don't think he knew anything about the Pearl. No, I don't know why he took or dug in the back of her head, you know. But then again, my other problem with it was, why take just hers and not Maze? Exactly, exactly. Like, like there, there was some big... It goes big, back to plot armor. one of my big plot holes, or my, my gruffs right here, is, is that when 
I'm like, okay, Caleb doesn't know anything about taking that out of the back of her skull. So who's who's who got Dolores and left Maeve sitting there? It just makes no sense. And then when he showed up, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that was the same way, Cash. I was like, yeah, this is BS. Yeah, I was like, okay, hopefully they saw something different that I just mis misremembered or just forgot. But no, all right, glad to know we're all in the same uh, boat right there. I would have loved to see him like. How the hell do I get her out of there? You know, like bashing her in the head or in the chest with a wrench. Yeah. <laughs> I need a half-inch socket here. <laughs> right, where's oh, the wait. It's, holes? This it's is metric. Uh, army knife he pulls out. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking metric. <laughs> get the 3D printer. We, we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Definitely really something, anything like that. Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense. And then... Her, her arm wound was bleeding a little bit, but it also had this bluish, blackish, yeah. uh, like that. But then when they show the body, it's all red and bright red and huge pool of blood. And I was like, no, nah, that doesn't match either to where they left it when she, you know, when she fell from the, you know, what is it, the EP or whatever they call it, the pulse. And um, so that was a little different. Um, so, eh, you know. That's nitpicky if I've ever heard of nitpick. Yeah. Well, I mean, my- <laughs> to me, like last episode, Cash made a point to talk about how when her arm got blown off and she was walking in, that she was dropping blood everywhere, and I didn't remember that. So I went back and watched episode seven to see that part because, of course, it was badass. But I went, look, she doesn't drop hardly a single bit of blood, even when she goes to get up to do the EMP and stuff. There's nothing, nothing mm-hmm. on the floor, nothing coming from her arm. Her arm is singed. Like it was blown off and cauterized, cauterized immediately. And so I was like, okay, wow. You know, cause I was like, I didn't see that either. So then when this episode started up and it had these giant blood pools, I was like, wait a minute, you know, it's like, I made a point to go back and watch this. And then this is different, you know, rule of cool. I could care less. I just think, you know, for a show that does so well on detail, I, you know, it was, it was very unique. Um, so, I mean, here nor there, but um, where do y'all want to go next? I mean, like, there's a thousand things you can go here. <laughs> I mean, uh, you want to close out William? I mean, he only has three parts in the whole thing, you know. I mean, he he greases, he shoots stubs, okay, with a shotgun, um, shoots at Bernard, misses. Bernard turns into, you know, Super Arnold or whatever you want to call him. And <laughs> takes him out. And <laughs> T. Arnold. T. Arnold. <laughs> T. Arnold. Um, and then, you know, San Francisco PD show up, or SFPD. I'm guessing that's short for San Francisco. And, um, and you know, William just gets away. You know, like, hey, deuces, you know. And, you know, one of the S pulls his mask off, and I could not remember this guy's name to save my life. You know, he was the hangman in, uh, you know, in season. Well, he was played multiple parts. Yeah, but, but he's William's uh, running mate throughout the entire thing. Right. Yeah. Great character actor and stuff. And he got his 30 seconds of film, and, uh, you know. Well, and plus a couple extra seconds in the Caleb backstory. It's true. He's the one that ate the robot that's shot in his face and you know, yeah, his teeth missing. are exposed. Uh, yeah. Um, so the other thing is is that she, evidently she made several of these, and so they're just still going around. Even though Dolores is not there, there's 
a few helpers out there, you know, doing their parts, I guess. Um, well, and the thing, too, is he was driving in a truck, and he was warning him not to shoot because there would be some fireworks later, basically, because he had a big flammable, you know, drum in the back of the truck. Yeah, it was like in the first season where he had all the, uh, the nitrous. The nitro. Yeah, yeah nitro. And so, I mean, that's what I was assuming he had back there was just more nitroglycerin to blow up a building. Okay, but was that the explosions we saw at the very end? Is that... I, I, I want to say lamely yes. God, I hope not. Because <laughs> that, that made that I don't know what it's for. <laughs> yeah, like I was sitting there the whole episode, like, where is this going to come into play? Oh, you know, Ash is on bomb control, boom, or on demo. I was like, that's where we'll see it. He, he just keep reiterizes that, and we get nothing. I'm willing to bet that if they used everything they had, this episode could have been two hours, and they had to cut it down, and that there was something that he played. Why do you have to cut it down? There's no reason. I'm just telling you, like I'm going to bet there was something let, let me, that was cut that we, you know, involved with that that stuff. Let me tell you what they cut down. They cut down the part where the giant riot control robot comes in and shoots tear gas. They get through it, and you never see that robot again. So they cut out the part where that thing starts mauling rioters. Which also, bravo for Marshawn Lynch's hands. Everyone forgets he was a fantastic receiving back out in California. <laughs> so the one-hander coming up and throwing it. Yeah, Fan service. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how he, how he starts running up and he's basically doing a, you know, beast mode. Blocking drill beast in mode. beast mode. Beast mode oh, stuff. I'm back on crowd control. Oh, fan service. <laughs> fan service. <laughs> hey, you know, that's the fan service you want. It doesn't hurt the show. It plays it too. Here's the thing, though. Yeah, you could call fan service, but I'm going to bet that a large portion of Westworld viewers are not football viewers. And yeah, could care less about Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> so it's like, okay, fan service maybe, but fan service to maybe 25% of the viewers, you know what I'm saying? Like, that might even be high. That might yeah. be high. Yeah, I was this is like a, a real heady, kind of brainy show. And now I think anybody would enjoy it, no matter Neanderthal or not. But I'm just like... <laughs> Don't talk about cash like, like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with the Neanderthal right there. I know us three know who he is, but I'm I'm thinking that there's not just a massive group of people that they're worried about servicing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. But I mean, back to your riot control. Was the episode two? We're told there's 600 of those. We saw uh, three. Uh, well, maybe 300. Still, we saw two, maybe three. Then we just saw two. <laughs> Well, I was I was given the benefit of the doubt of the one that was created. The first one that we see wasn't the same one we saw later. Yeah, maybe not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I mean, it's still just like, what was the point of even introducing them if that's all they did? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it could be it, a player in the next season, though. You know. Yeah, and and the thing too is, well, I mean, that's Westworld Four, Mad Max, right? That's what we're looking at. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> there's no doubt. Get ready well, to actually. The the post credit sequence shows that Dubai was untouched and is just magnificent. So yeah. I'm not sure there is a Mad Max other than in the U.S. Um, I'm a mm, don't don't that whole Dubai scene. Mm, mm. Time like was it was there a time skip when we got there? Do we know or the time skip uh, was the last thing big. we see? Not a giant time time skip. Uh, the level of dust on Bernard. No, no, no. I'm talking about with William, not with Bernard. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't think so. And then, yeah, William visiting and happened to run into Charlotte 
and that location. I mean, I don't think it was happening. No, happen. that wasn't that wasn't happenstance. Remember, if you remember William's final scene before the end of the episode is him, you know, one, you know, is drinking that twenty thousand dollar bottle of booze and he's talking to a, you know another Delos guy. And he tells him that he's extremely wealthy, and he wants to know where all Delos' assets are in the world. Mm-hmm. So he's been, you know, looking into where, what his, you know, what what his idea of saving the world is. Going Which is just taking care of all of them. And all I can think of back is Jay and Silent Bob at the very end, where they get the addresses of all the email people, and then just start going and beating the crap out of them. Yeah. And that's how I envision <laughs> William going around through this, just beating people with a phone. So, just to get to the point on this, like that, there was episode seven. He says, I know where Dolores is going and what she wants. You know what I mean? I know what my purpose is. So, Mm -hmm. I was okay with that. And then when he says, I need to know where all of the assets are and this, that, or so on, it made me believe, think differently, like he didn't. And it was half a stance that he ran into Charlotte at that location. That was my thought train on that. No, I, I think he, he his plan was to eliminate all host production. Yeah. Yes. So that's why he wanted to know where all assets were. And then he realized that the one in Dubai, even he says it when he walks in, you know what they're building there? You know what I mean? Like he's hell bent basically on ending all host production. Right. Yeah. So, but what we found is, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, we don't have to talk about that. Let's talk about post credits at the end, but. But yeah, then towards that, so was Dolores still using the app to pay everybody or no? Yes. Yeah. Because well, I was under the assumption that Solomon was completely running that. And so the fact that that was still up and running had me a little confused. I, I think he cr- it created the app. Okay, and then Rehoboam but, still just... Yeah. I don't think Hoboam necessarily has to use it that much as far as or just tracks what information comes from it. Yeah. You know. Like, I guess like by the end of it and talking to a few more people throughout the week was just Solomon was completely in charge of taking out the outliers. And that's why Solomon was still there. And so Solomon created that app to get rid of them. But then once she hit the EMP and destroyed Solomon, I was like, how was she still getting just in charge of all these riots? And I was like, the only thing I could think of was still using that app. Yeah, and, and she clearly shows that she's using it to, you know, shape where, you know, the riots are being and controlled. Still, and, and it's super cool small details. Like, hey, we can't get over here. Move riots here. First group to get there, first gets more money. I was just like, hmm. how come they kept focusing on that big ass dude that was walking with? Caleb, only for him to get pancaked and smacked around. I know it, man. Like I noticed that too. Like you know, he's walking around like Billy Badass, and then he's a, a bitch on the ground, gets slapped around with a shield. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. And then the other two guys in suits are like, you know, they're able to just get through everything basically unscathed and don't get any action of any kind. They're just always there. That's the thing. Yeah. The tear gas comes out of the big riot control robot, and they all disperse. And for some reason, Caleb is uh, immune. Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, to it. So he just <laughs> he just walks through it, and then and then all of a sudden, you're right. The guys in suits just show back up, and the big guy is over there getting his ass waxed oh, uh, by a shield. You know, and I'm just like, 
What the hell? This is well, random. I mean, what was the point of those three regardless? They didn't do anything. Like, they just no. let us to Ash oh, and... Uh, they showed up to create drama. Like, he was worried, and, oh, oh wait a minute. This is the new escort. And I'm like, oh, okay, the second escort. You, don't don't let me tell you what happened to the first escort. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, 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 yeah, they just have to make them look like Ciroc's goons. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they have to put them in black suits and stuff like that. It's like, Except oh, the purple shirt, Mr. Bow, who gets his yeah. ass slapped by the shield. But, <laughs> You know, um, that dude has to feel so emasculated. Uh, you know, oh, this is my role. I'm about to beat somebody's <laughs> ass. And then he just gets housed by a know. random street the cop. The guy who gets emasculated <laughs> is the three dudes that are in the elevator who get shot through the door. They're only seen on camera. is was blood on their faces laid dead. You know? Oh, yeah. We'll take the stairs. <laughs> you can imagine those dudes bragging to some chick at a bar one night like, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that's my dead foot right there. <laughs> that's all. That's me. That's me right there. I played dead well right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't move an inch. Now, the person who got emasculated the most was actually William. Because as soon as Bernard open hand slaps him in mid fight, oh, that's the ultimate <laughs> side of disrespect. No punch, oh. no anything. Open hand slap. Just like, ooh. Yeah, I, I told y'all, man, Bernard ain't no joke when he clicks on crazy. I mean, <laughs> Remember who you are. Yeah. T. Arnold. <laughs> That's his I'm telling you. On, man. T. Arnold. Well, no, it's just you got Bernard, and then you literally have Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just it's kind of fitting that he's the name. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, I, I love the fact that – and there's a couple things. This happened with Maeve and Dolores, too. They're punching people in through the air, throwing them around. <laughs> like, I'm just like, all right, all right. Well, you know, Ed Harris, he's an old man. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you get oh, any yeah. for that followed? Yeah. Okay. But once again, we're assuming he was a host, kind of, in Dude, there, that's too. I was so. just fitting to say, I was like, he was a host. So, so what did you cut his throat? I don't understand. I, I just don't get it. I really don't know. He's not a host. We just—it seems like in the end, what they showed us would say that he was not a host. But also, even if he is a host, if he slices his throat, it's going to do nothing. Well, no, but the thing is, he bleeds out and he dies, just like Maeve would have died with getting a sword through his belly for no reason, dying. You know what I'm saying? But they never really died. They just went offline. They could still function without the blood. Exactly. So what am I hoping for the trailer for next season? It's just Ed Harris's dead corpse right there with blood all dried up on it. And then his eyes open up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I hope that's the case. Um, well, there's no way Shaloris or whatever everyone's calling her Shalora. doesn't know that, she, uh, that he is that. So I, I think original potential host, human body... William is dead. I don't see any way we bring it back. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying they play so fast and loose with the rules of what kills hosts and what doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I like the fact that they showed Dolores in her exoskeleton as a different type of host. I was about to say. Her face opens up and gets her pearl and stuff like that. I mean, she's different. Was that back to the original? Because it definitely looked like it was a stronger metal. Yeah, like a special. She looked like she was like all carbon fiber made or something like yeah, that. But when know? she was talking to Maeve, she goes, before they made us weak, we used to be stronger. 
So I didn't know if that went back to like an original body. And I was trying to think of the old ones, how they opened up. If you were thinking about this now, the pearl was where the brain was. Mm -hmm. Okay, This pearl went to the center of the head. It's not where the normal pearl was. Yeah, it's located. not in the brainstem or anything right there at the bottom. So this was the older model, which was heavier, well-built, different things, not as lightweight. You know, but, and she tells me before they made them made us weak like them. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, so I don't know. I mean. Okay, so I mean it was it was like we were thinking and everything, just an older model, and that's why it was already able to be made, and that's why the skin went on as sleeves instead of actually being stitched or something like that. Not only that, if you noticed, like the the new models, like with Bernard and with that, all you had to do is plug into an arm. This mm -hmm. one had to have these wires plugged into its shoulders, its back, and all that stuff. Like it had to have multiple port locations. I guess Good like point. An older motor, like an older model. Right, and I, I think if you watch her as she's walking through the episode too, yeah, you notice that she's she's wonky walking, like she's a little like before they made, were made graceful. You know what I'm saying? I, I noticed that as well. Like I was like, does she have a limp, or is that just something? A detail of how she walked. I caught the no. They made thing. her walk like a Terminator, kinda. I mean, I know we keep saying Terminators, but they made her walk that way, kinda. Very stiff movement. Yeah, I mean, she broke through the chain like it was nothing when you know he had her chained up. I mean, like, I mean, it was it was she was bad to the bone, though. No doubt about it. But there was definitely a uniqueness about it, and so I agree with that one hundred percent. There's no doubt. Well, and then just. Her monologue with Maeve, the, when they're actually fighting and everything, just Maeve's trying to throw jabs at her, and then it's just, hey, you made everybody like you. You want everyone to be you. She goes, that's because everyone is me. I was like, oh. Yeah, and then going back at, after yeah, me. I was number one, you know. Yeah. All I didn't think me. about the code like that at any point during this series. But as soon as she said that, then it all clicked. I was like, okay, this is making a lot more sense. Yeah. She said I was the first one that worked. And so then they deleted all the other ones, and then they just all based it off of that. I was like, all right. Yeah, I like, I, you know, a lot of the Caleb stuff, you know, going back to that a little bit, was like, I like that kind of played on the conspiracy theorist type of mm -hmm. shit. You know, where you see where he's torn apart his helmet a little bit to reveal the... The uh, uh, sensors that they were using. Or, sensors to track his thoughts and stuff like that when, like, when he made decisions and stuff. So I was, I was kind of think, you know, I, I feel like they were playing on a few different types of fans. You know what I'm saying? Especially with a show like this, because I mean, when you go back to our earlier episodes back in season one, we were talking about how they were going to put these people in the most powerful positions and just leave the park. And so it kind of shows like, oh, they kind of did do that a little bit. Yeah, in a way. But I, I don't know. I mean, this season went so far different than what I was expecting. So I, I don't. Agreed. I, I. It's hard for me to even relate this. This the season this one. Season two, season one or two. You know what I mean? Season one is learning about the park and learning that all these hosts are basically uh, slaves that are, mm -hmm. you know, kept in. A, season two is all about escaping the park, and season three is this giant underlining underlying cage that even humanity's in. Yeah. And the fear of like AI and things like that. So, uh, 
it, it, it really is hard to compare these season to season. But, I mean, like they obviously want you to a little bit because we find out that Caleb was in Zone 5 or Park 5. Yeah, the military training park. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't... And Dolores was also in that park. So it's just kind of crazy to think about how long Westworld was there. Yeah, and the tattoo the tattoo face chick was in there with her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's a lot of the same faces. So, I mean, we know how limited Delos was when they were actually using these kinds of things because they're reusing the same person. And we know they weren't different models because that's Dolores' memory. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like how they, yeah, they, they kind of fully circled. I wish they wouldn't have actually shown Dolores in that sequence with Caleb. It, no, looked, it, it looked out of place. It did. In a way. Really bad out of place. They did it to hammer home that just the Caleb was never the chance meeting. I mean, it's just, you're right. I don't think it was necessarily needed. <clears throat> right. Uh, it, it, and it didn't nail down the fact, because you remember I, I, I predicted that it would be, that there wasn't a chance meeting meeting him in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. But after watching this, it actually kind of seems that it was. Yeah, it made it blurrier in my mind. Because she's like, would you have helped me if I didn't have this face or this skin? You know, it made it, made it seem a little more like, because she's like, don't question my motives and I won't question yours. And it's, I don't know. That made that a little more blurry. You're right. Like, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, to me, see, that was one of my qualms too. Is when they showed her, I was like, oh man, that's so heavy-handed. You know, <clears throat> but you know, they, the whole idea that that comes full circle with that, and then for her to say that, I was the same way. I was just kind of like, eh. I mean, it's even my notes. I was like, well, she she says in the episode, there's a reason he she chose him. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like it would make sense to me that she would have planned him using the app to be the person that showed up, you know, and it would to be in the area. Um, but she would also have to know that she was going to be kidnapped and taken to that place. I, I mean, I don't know. Not only it's, that, wounded to where she was in distress. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's because tough. There's a lot of little elements there that don't get me wrong. This whole season has been nothing but her like being three steps ahead of everything. You know, I mean, it was almost like she was controlling Rehoboam to an extent. Yeah, like to to ha- to introduce Rehoboam to be the ultimate predictor, strategist, whatever, and to show her basically making every move ahead. You know, who was the, who was the god? I mean, I think Rehoboam was still the god. He just can't see anything that involves outliers, and she was a 100% outlier. Yeah, and remember, she's not connected to the system in she's any form or fashion. You can't strategize her. because she Yeah, he doesn't even know she exists. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, it just made things blurry, you know, uh, on that and, part. You know, sure. and, and I forget, and they kind of hit it way home this past few episodes where they're showing Dolores' eyes. How she does all her, you know, basically all her programming and things like that with her eyeballs. You see her contacts is what it looks like. You know, they're spinning around in her eye. Mm-hmm. How she's up. researching yeah. and making decisions and stuff. So it's like, you know, we don't, we don't, you don't think about it, but she could actually, like we saw, playing dead in a car 
playing tra- tranquilize in a car. Her eyes are doing all this stuff if she wants to. You know what I'm saying? We're not pay. We don't pay attention to it until later on. You realize, oh, she can do all kinds of shit just with her eyeballs. You know what I mean? As far as you know, scanning for this or listening. You now you realize everybody has an earpiece too. You know that's telling them what what's happening and stuff. You know. Well, wait, everyone has it or just Ciroc? I took it as just Ciroc had that earpiece. No, no. Remember, old girl Ash or whatever like that turns on that crazy music to cover up and stuff like that. Everyone's got some kind of little earpiece going on in their ear. Yeah, remember she, she makes she it plays all. that music and everybody's like, oh, you know, that's yeah. just their ear. Yeah. And you so, even see Dolores take hers off at one time. You know what I mean? Like, because it looks like a little hair clip that's on the back of your ear. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, if you think about today's world, I mean. One in four people, you know, you'll see with the earbuds in. I mean, even if they're yeah. just walking around or working or whatever, it's become the norm. And they can, yeah, talk to people and they can communicate with Siri or Google assistants and things like that. So it's like, you know, it's not too far from there, I guess. But It really ain't. It won't be soon that it's expected to have in your ear. I mean, you go into an interview and you still have earbuds in, that'll be the day, you know. Or your interview is always via Skype like we're doing, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's exactly. a good chance that it all becomes via Skype. Yeah, now. <laughs> that Rona. God, I hope not. Yeah, me neither. Oof. Oof. All right. Mm-hmm. So, Maeve and... So, we're all in this room. Caleb gets in. Sorak tries to tell him an alternate theory of, you know, she's trying to burn the whole world down. Maeve, you know, changes her mind after having that great dialogue with Dolores and basically cuts up about eight or nine guards when the light's off. Um, pretty cool last scene, by the way. Pretty How bad is whenever you turn off lights and you know it's going to be that much cooler and then you just have the muzzle flash? The, the muzzle flash showing her face screaming and cutting at the same time. Yeah. All Absolutely you can see was the coolest her part. face grimacing. And the blade moving around. I and did like the sounds, fact that she had multiple bullets all around. Yeah, I'm um, Jake. Uh, the, her showing that she got hit instead of being um, unscathed was great. Yeah, she yeah. like five holes through her torso. And I was just thinking, Caleb, get down. Like, I, I don't know. Don't just stand <laughs> still like a statue. No, he. That's his. That's that is that actor. That is everything. It, it is the. Stand around, dumbfounded look. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. The man's seen some trauma. Like, yeah, <laughs> saw his girlfriend's die. Oh no, we're not doing this. He's not Jesse. Yeah, uh, just, I'm just saying, as an actor, he's seen some terrible <laughs> things. Yeah, no doubt. Now, I did like how they, instead of like showing Dolores's eyes go completely dilated, like she was dead, like you see in every other movie of a human mm-hmm. dying. Instead, she was just gone out of their conversation. You know what I'm saying? And then the, yeah. I thought that was better, yeah. a better way of ending Dolores than, you know, what her body on the ground, you know, you know, I hate to hear the little, it's over. Wow. Oh, man. It's like, you know, the Terminator with the red dot just finally goes, it's just a little blinking dot. Yeah. Yeah. So thoughts though. Do we think this is the end of Evan Rachel Wood on the show? Nope. No. It's her show. Well, yeah, I, I, I just don't see any way 
She was the she is the beginning and the end of the show in my mind. Yeah, I oddly don't think she comes back. Think? I think we see her for flashes and things like that. Yeah, saw Anthony Hopkins and all that stuff. We get flashes of him, but that's it. Yeah, I think she'll be Old used kind of like in an Anthony Hopkins style role because the only other person that we see on screen as much as Dolores is Bernard. Mm-hmm. And, and matter of fact, a lot of Maeve. So if we're really talking about the three main characters, it's Bernard, uh, Dolores, and Maeve, right? Now Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And William. Well, <laughs> I, I think they needed a bad guy. So we have Charlotte now. Right. Okay. And this whole time we expected Dolores to end up with the army of hosts, but now it's Charlotte, Charloris. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to have them and stuff. So it's like, so once again, they did the same thing they did this season where we've come in with three different sides. We got whatever Bernard's going to try to do, whatever Caleb's going to try to do, and what Charlotte's going to try to do. You know, now it looks like Charlotte's going to try to just do what they thought Dolores was going to do. Right, right. Because yeah, complete control, takeover. Right. And you remember what Dolores says to Maeve is she was split two sides and two choices. One was to completely exterminate the human race. And the other one was to give them the choice, basically, to come out of this, right? Yeah. And she decided to go with the choice route, even sacrificed herself to make that possible. Charlotte is the other side. You know what I'm saying? So y'all do realize now that we basically just turned into Skynet. And Evan Rachel Wood was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. <laughs> In a way. Do you realize you know. that, right? I mean, yeah. like, Charlotte is well, Skynet, had her, and she's created even had her pulling the, the yeah, arm. The arm. <laughs> I mean, literally, this movie turned into Terminator 1 and 2 over and over again. I mean, literally. I mean... You put it in front, well, and, and then we're going to have, and, and then we go to Terminator, you know, Salvation, where it's the post-apocalyptic world, Christian Bale style, where we're going to have Mad Max style out there, and we're going to have Charloris and all her Terminators, and you're going to have <laughs> Maeve and what what human race is left over and organized under well, we Caleb. Got Caleb's John, John Connor. Caleb's John Connor. And guess what he's going to have? <laughs> he's going to have Maeve, which is also a host Terminator. And then I'll have whatever, yeah. and Bernard will become a host Terminator. So we'll have a, you know. Well, it won't become he is. Yeah, well, I mean, exactly. We already have the T. Arnold. You know what I mean? So I don't. So we, we I, did great. Thank you, James Cameron. And, you know, Westworld just copied you. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that that's going to be the case. I think they'll do everything in their power to make sure that's not the case. Um, my words. Skynet. That's the next season. Westworld Skynet. <laughs> no. Season four. <laughs> I, so I hope it's Mad Max and not that, but uh, but no, that's the thing. So, and we we gotta talk, we gotta touch on the the post credit scenes a little bit. Well, I mean, before that, I I was pretty harsh on Maeve last week, just thinking the writing for her story had been atrocious. I think by the end of this, they made her a little bit more redeemable, at least in my eyes, and more understanding that. Her code was written to be a mother over anything else. And so it made her decisions and why she was, I guess, for lack of a better word, a slave to Sorak the entire season. 
And like, I was more okay with her not choosing a side, understanding Dolores' story, and more things along that line. Yeah, I, I think it, the thing with Maeve and that we've seen for two seasons before this was the fact that she was such a powerful and, you know, badass that made her own choices and wouldn't mm-hmm. let anybody stand in, in her way with it. For her to be under somebody else's control, I think weakened her character a little bit, you know, or at least what we expect from it. Yes. So it was kind of harder to watch, probably. I mean, I think it's just a lot of that. And then just her not being able to make decisions on her own just didn't feel right. But at least by the end of it, they were able to wrap it up in something that made it understandable. I'm I'm not going to agree with the way they went with it. Her basically getting frozen and then making the the remote burn up and explode. Nope. No. Nope. To me, it was a miss, complete misfire. I just didn't. I I agree. And the thing of it is, is is she has this kind of control over electronics now, Mm -hmm. uh, which we've seen. She did a couple other times this season, you know, where she messed with stuff. Uh, I don't give a shit what Rehoboam is. He's still just a big old electronic. Yeah. You know. So she should be able to basically. (laughs) Yeah. She should be able to basically go in there and be like, all right, overload Rehoboam. Well, I mean, that's kind of the crazy thing. Like, we never heard about. Most people don't know Rehoboam exists, correct? They don't know what he does. He doesn't know what he does. So it's not like he has these crazy firewalls that nobody. Even those who try to break into. Well, and I, think, whole, I think he does have firewalls only because people aren't supposed to see their profiles. Right. They don't want anybody to ever notice that. Okay. So he actually is probably extremely protected. I mean, like, Leo but, only had minor access, remember? And that was his, you know, father's company. So True. Yeah. I don't know. I was just trying to think of why it would take her that long, I guess, like y'all are saying. And now I'm wanting to give her less credit by the end of the season and get all upset again. Yeah, yeah. me, I, they played fast and loose with her abilities this season. They were inconsistent. As they have all all series. So here's another yeah. thing, is too. If she can control that controller or she can control it like that, she should have been able to control uh, Dolores. Yeah. That was the other thing. Like I was thinking, thinking the whole time, like they're fighting, I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, like, she can sit there and talk to her telepathically or through whatever because of her abilities to have that conversation we all liked. But you couldn't just look at her and go, eh, 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 you know, and make her freeze just like her, uh, the other the other Charlotte no, no. did? No, 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 because remember, Dolores had to allow Maeve into her head. That's what she was doing while she was laying there was allowing Maeve inside. Because remember, Maeve asked her, please just let me in. Let me in your head. I'll get the key and I'll leave you alone. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's okay. what she was asking for. So Dolores had to allow her in. And uh, she decided at the end to allow her. So she I'll could have that, that conversation. To tell that. her, you have to pick a side. Well, and not only that, because it didn't matter that Maeve now knew that she didn't have the code. She couldn't let Maeve know that she didn't have the code the entire time. Otherwise, Sorok wouldn't be gunning for her, hook her up to Rehoboam and potentially give us this thing. Correct. Yeah. That makes me feel better because I mean you're right. She did say that. That is, that yep. is on point. Um, yeah. The other thing is like, of course, there was the two scenes where she's talking to Charlotte, but Charlotte's not actually there, and Charlotte's able to figure out how to control her. 
know. Which I did have a problem with that, but. Well, she well, researched how Dolores was controlling Charlotte and just did the reverse. And like you said, she said, it took me a while to figure it out, but you bet you, I did. And that's how she, you know. But it's <laughs> like a while. She's She blew up like a day ago. Yeah, I don't so know. Again, she's, I, don't, I mean, yeah. she's, they were down in Mexico and then they end up in San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, William is in Mexico and now he's in, you know, Dubai. I mean, like, so you, you don't know how fast travel is or how the world's going. Like, you just, there's too many things you don't know to give you a credible way of saying, okay, that's, that's possible, not possible. Right, and, and you gotta understand, they have to edit out a lot of this shit. I mean, they, they can't, I mean, like, I, I bet there's tons of stuff that goes on the cutting room floor that might be a little more explanatory, you know, as far as some of that stuff goes. They but give like, me two hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yes, that's the thank thing. you. They could have made this a 10 episode season. And added that, more that stuff. I, that I can agree with to give us a little more, you or know. Or chop yeah. genre down to 15 minutes. Let's, let's speed up whatever happens in that episode and we're good to go. Yeah. Because, I mean, how rarely are we asking for more episodes of a TV show? We're usually saying, hey, cut it down. But, I mean, it's just, I feel like we were robbed after two years, and this is the end season that we got. I don't know. I don't feel robbed. I mean, I feel like it was a great season still, and it was a a fun finale. Uh, It's just, I mean, it is another two years now before we get the next? Oh, it's definitely going to be two years just because coronavirus has cut down all. Yeah. Well, that and they gotta see if Mad Max set is still available, you know, to use. (laughs) (laughs) Let's 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 talk about that. All right, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. All right, all right. We we all we had the argument about William. This he goes and sees Charlotte. She keeps the burn arm as a reminder. By the way, she looks amazing in this black dress and heels, black outfit and everything else. And then the the original Man in Black comes out. You know, they have the fight, cut his throat. Uh, and then they show the room that's evidently enormous with all these, you know, production line of making more hosts. And that's the, mm-hmm. end, of, that's the end of her. Uh, correct. But we also did not talk about Bernard visiting. I'm guessing this was his wife and mother of child. That's what I'm assuming. Yes, that is. I'm, I'm sorry. I, yeah, we totally glanced over that. This was a pretty fantastic scene, actually. And this is where she calls him Arnold, and we get to the conclusion that that was real, you know that. And that, that backstory, the kid Charlie, and it show it puts it basically puts Bernard and Arnold T Arnold whatever on path for what he has to do in the future, and the key to all the information, you know that headpiece he puts on. What do we think he saw? I I don't know what what we saw necessarily. When he um, saw all the, I guess. I know he saw all source. the information. He opened the. It was the key that opened up all the. No, it was. It was what Sarah well, was looking for the entire time. It's, it's what Maeve was looking for. Yeah, but this remember this was the key, and he went into the sublime. Yeah. To find answers, so, you know, he he goes in there. So he's going where Maeve's daughter is. Yes. Where you know. Hector, some, where, uh, some of the Native American people we saw went. You know what I mean? Like there was a ton of people that went in to the Sublime. But this, the Sublime is, at least what I think is a simulation. You know, that's what we we're made to led to believe is what it was was a simulation right. world. 
where people, you know, you make your own choices in a computer-generated world, basically. It's a heaven, essentially, for yeah. their kind. Right. Fortnite. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's Fortnite. Um, I, I hope heaven isn't a lot like Fortnite. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but anyway, anyway. Yes, William, I, I, let me tell you, man. If they really wanted to fan service the old classic Westworld original movie, they should have shown the man in black come out of the darkness and then close his face off like we yeah. saw Dolores do. Right. You know, because the classic movie cover is of his face, you know, his face, like, his uh, face separated from those robotics mm-hmm. and endoskeleton and stuff like that. And I was just like, that would have been badass to see his face close up or, you know what I mean? Or slide up or something, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah good. I, I do, you know, I do love their conversation while they're fighting and stuff like that. And him, you know, slitting his throat and stuff like that. But what Rehoboam was a world. Yes. Like program. It wasn't like it just controlled the U S that's why he flew all over the country Talking to, you know, king of whatever that country was. Right. So why is Dubai not a fucking burning husk like San Francisco (laughs) is right now? (laughs) (laughs) All righty then. That's a great question, saying, man. I, like I said, it's I, not I, consistent I, with the supposed world riot. It's not there. Yeah, and then, and this is the future. You know, every living soul it appears has some kind of cell phone. Um, they all saw their profiles. It yeah, seems. there's just you know no way they look. So I, I'm trying to figure out why it's not the same. Did somewhere in the season when they released the profiles, did they say don't release just, the buy? Just release it to the U.S.? Did they no, say that? No. So. She said she just told the world. Yeah, did she? Or did she just yeah, tell no. San Francisco? Or, no, I don't she remember. sent it worldwide. She was the world. I remember her saying it distinctly. I yeah. sent it to everyone. Yeah. She yeah. might not have said the world, but I know she said I sent it to everyone. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, I, don't I mean, know. maybe it's just a huge time skip. We don't know. I mean, I guess you can't go that big of a time skip because Williams still. I don't think. I don't think Williams was a big time skip. I think William was literally like a week a week later, you know, after finding out where they're building more hosts and stuff. Then yeah, yeah, the giant giant time skip was Bernard. The level of dust in that room. The level of dust. Okay. I have been to storage facilities. I have been to places that have not been touched in years and stuff like that. The level of dust mm-hmm. in that room over 10 years, if not longer. Just putting that perspective. Yeah. I mean, what? homeboy's got Which? at least an eighth inch of dust on him. Eighth inch. Yeah. And, uh, and I want to know Brown. how the batteries were on that headset dust. that were able to turn back on. You know what I'm saying? Because I need them jokers for my headset. Is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nuclear. Yeah, let me tell you. Again, I'm telling you, Skynet. Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too. And actually, that's kind of what makes me look forward to next season. is because, you know, we always do these changes in, of pace and uh, location and stuff. We have no idea what the world's going to look like now when he steps outside. 
None. You know, uh, if Charlotte got her way and has a army, because what's what's the Westworld uh, intro this season? It's the white uh, autonomous AI hosts that take care of, you know, server rooms and stuff. Remember, mm-hmm. it's it going into a big giant red bath. I was expecting to see bunches of these things as they're military, basically. You know what I'm saying? But they didn't actually show that. No, we got nothing. Yeah, so it's um, it's kind of strange that it went that route. I agree, one hundred percent agree. And then the funny thing is, is that other seasons they've shown an animal of some kind in the in the intro, and we got to see <laughs> that animal. If you remember, I think season one was the horse, season two was the buffalo. Well, this one was the eagle or the hawk, whatever like that. We didn't get to see it. I feel like it's an eagle, and I feel like it's, you know. Flying too close to the sun, basically, is, is just the fear of AI. Um, it was just the first time we didn't actually get a physical representation of it in the episode. That makes sense. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I mean... I was trying to think of the Icarus moment that we had, and I didn't didn't really think of one. I think the Icarus moment is just like, like the viewers, basically, like how bad it can get or how wrong it can go. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there is a legit fear around artificial intelligence. So as there should be. Yeah. It's a healthy fear. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Predictions for next season for, for characters. I can already, like I said, I already told y'all mine. It's Skynet. So we have John Connor (laughs) versus Skynet. Charloris. Yeah. I mean, I think there's just way too much, in the air, just actual worldwide. Because the whole thing is, what if Tessa Thompson's character just gets too big in the Marvel Universe? I mean, we don't know how all that filming is going to depend with this. Like, Yeah, but also, does Tessa Thompson need a human form in the future? You know, can she not just be a holograph or a face on a computer screen? You know what I'm saying? She but, I mean, that would change anywhere. her character. I, I agree, but you look at, like, I, I don't know how we do, how we could even make a prediction with, A, we well, thought this was going to be the series finale, and B, I, I would I would say we kind of know where Caleb's role is. Protect the human race, right? Um, Leader of the resistance. Or well, just, well, protect the human race, but also make sure they have a choice, right? Like, ensure free will, I guess is what you would say. And then you have Charlotte, who's going to, obviously, I mean, try to, I would assume, exterminate the human race. Mm-hmm. Terminator, Skynet. <laughs> but Bernard's Bernard's role is what really interests me because Bernard just spent ten years basically in a simulation. If we're potentially, we don't years, know. Right? Yeah, we have no idea. Well, while uh, Stubbs was rotting, you know, in a bathtub. I'm telling you, man, if Stubbs. I'll, I'll be happier with this show if we see Stubbs like has had rats eating on him, and there's just a little bit left of endoskeleton in that tub or something. You know what I'm saying? No, because the rats would have eaten Bernard as well. I, I think Stubbs, I'm, I'm dead serious. I believe Bernard brings him back like Bishop. I mean, I'm dead serious. He may not ever walk again, but it wouldn't surprise me if he brings him back 
to just talk to him for a second to get some information or something, you know? Just going to plug it into him and be like, hey, buddy, how you doing, man? <laughs> I've had CNN running for the last 10 years. Uh, Let me yeah. tell you what I got. You've been in Utopia, and I've been over here in a gosh damn tub. <laughs> yeah. ice melted years ago. I've airplane bottle of tequila. <laughs> I actually drowned in all the ice you left in here. Yeah, <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't. I, I but you you think about what Bernard's plan will be. You know, maybe Bernard's plan is to put everybody into a simulation to protect yeah, them. Um, you know, there's no telling. Because that's the big fear is that everybody gets lost in a virtual world, right? Like you get, you get where you don't leave the house. You put on a headset and you, you know. You're stuck in that life. Yeah. I don't know. Charloris is making all the these hosts. And what I also think is that you're curious. She made the version of William as the man in black, not the mm-hmm. version that would be able to look normal walking down the street in this world. You follow what I'm saying? Like, he looks like he's walking out of a Western. You know, so if you made him to take over William, why do you dress him in the Men in Black? Is that fan service, or is that no, just I, mean, I think purpose? he. I mean, why why can't that fit into society? A guy dressed like that. Did you see That's somebody walking out of uh, Dubai in the building they were in? I know, but also, do you think anybody's going to question him? You know what I'm saying? He he had a mental breakdown and was said he was dead in his. Delos employee was like, "Yes, sir." <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, "Okay, so he's gonna walk out of there with a six shooter in a dusty, you know, dusty black outfit." Absolutely, I hope so. No problem. <laughs> well, hey, so. it'll probably work great for the post-apocalyptic Mad Max setting we're going for. Exactly, yeah. Skynet right in. You know, Skynet. Maybe a little more like um, the what is it the the Tower series or whatever, Dark Tower. Hey, look. <laughs> I want y'all to think about this. That flying assault web, uh, weapon that blew Dolores' arms off, mm-hmm. they showed the same thing in Terminator 2. Just putting it out there. Just putting <laughs> it out there. It looks I very similar to flying. Very similar. They changed the I color remember. a little bit. It's like the new RoboCop, you know, black versus silver. But I'm telling you, <laughs> it was very similar. Okay. Yeah. No, the similarities are very strong to judgment. Judgment Day. Uh, but, uh, I'm telling you know. but sadly, I, I, is that a uh, season wrap? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Do, do, we want, do we want to give like an end rating? How did y'all feel for the season? In comparison to the others? No, just as a season of television. It was good. a great HBO yeah, show. Still, I mean, it's still a great... Out of all yeah. the HBO shows I have ever watched and so on, I mean, it ranks up there towards the top. Now, of the I don't, three seasons, I don't think it's the strongest of the three seasons by by any means. No. I think there are three totally different types of shows. Each season is totally different. You remember season one. Season one is so heady. Like, it's all brain, you know? Oh, yeah. It was and all about who two, is, who is, who, who's Arnold, where is Arnold, was, you know, and these puzzle, these these you know scalping folks for this puzzle and all that stuff to have that one big conclusion at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and season season two was a the great escape. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then season three was full blown sci fi. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
three completely different seasons, three different completely different tastes. Um, one hundred percent. I mean, and I think season two was by far the most violent. Um, this I thought this one might come close, but it wasn't. No, it more uh, automatic gunfire. Season one is violent and more of a like Western violence. <laughs> you uh, know what I mean? Well, you get to watch all these hosts get you know. You saw the dark Lone side away. of humanity, you know, you yeah. know yeah. rape, murder, and plunder. In season two, it was massacre. You know, I mean, that's what it was. I mean, hosts killing humans and yeah. vice versa. So. Yeah. And we got to see Massacre across multiple parks. Exactly. You know? True. Um, but then, yeah, this one was, I, this is like a Blade Runner style, like full, you know, All sci-fi. Right. What order, what's, what, what's your order? Best or worst when it comes to the three seasons? I know they're different. One, three, two. I can go I'm probably that. going one, two, three. Huh? Two and three are a, a, a toss-up. One was the best. Yeah, you know, I mean that's the way I look. One, one's one of the greatest seasons of television ever. Yeah, just bravo to the writers and everybody to be able to continue to create unique and fresh stuff. This season has great technological advances and things they've shown that were pretty amazing. Just, I mean, just how much fun they had with sets, just how much fun they had creating things, vehicles, motorcycles, weapons, weapons. robots, you name it. it yeah, was all, even robots. Like, even just seeing that thing in Solomon's, like just their existence was staggering. We didn't even, we didn't even talk about fucking Sirach being killed, basically, or maybe being was killed. Was he killed? He was one of the question marks. Here's the other thing, too, is that they EMP'd Solomon, Solomon, but does that mean all those people wake up? Does the rebellion wake up out of their ice chambers? Does the brother come back? Does Sirach's brother become the new problem moving forward? I mean, like, come on. I mean, like, no answers there. No answers whether Sirach lives. No answers whether William lives. No, there's no answers to a lot of stuff. No answers if Stubb lives. I mean, given this is you know a <laughs> season finale, you know <laughs> you want to see what happens. You know, what, you know. So join us next year on the rise of <laughs> shit. Join us two years from now. Hope, yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Other than that, I think it. it's pretty much it is what it is. Unless y'all got something else. Nah, man, I'm good. Guys, I hope y'all enjoyed the season like we did. I hope you enjoyed listening to us on the podcast. As always, we really appreciate it. And again, thank you for all the amazing emails, tweets, messages, Facebook stuff. All that has been great. Um, we had quite a bit this year and uh, really, really appreciate it. And we look forward to what we're coming back. Um, if you have any final thoughts you want to send our way, man, always hit us at bleedtvpodcast at gmail.com. And also on Twitter and Facebook, as I said before. Uh, what to be looking for for us is that we look like we're going to try to do Perry Mason, which is coming out June 21st on HBO, a new original series. Uh, they're going to discuss him as a younger man handling a big-time kidnapping uh, case. Uh, his mentor is going to be John Lithgow in the episode in the series, which is pretty freaking amazing. He's got some other great supporting actors. Uh, so that's going to be really good. And then follow behind that, we, we you know, we're looking at a couple of options, maybe even Lovecraft Country, which looks pretty sweet if you saw the preview before this. Um, so make sure that you uh, keep in touch and be looking for those things, and we'll make announcements as we get forward. But other than that, as always, thank you again. And if you uh, hadn't had a chance to give us a positive review for our podcast, please do so. Um, before you go. But other than that, we're going to call tonight in a season. Uh, this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. Until the next show.